It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Morocco's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and I am flying solo today. Uh, we will be looking today at Morocco's squad for the 2022 World Cup. And for those uh, following on YouTube, we run a very simple graphic where we basically list the players' names. And uh, by that, you can see the spelling of the names as we, uh, as we mispronounce them. Uh, it's the same broadcast for the podcast. So for the listeners, we're going to try to repeat the names a few times to help listeners familiarize themselves with those names. And actually, as a tip, uh, podcast listeners might want to look up the YouTube video and go to the very end to get a visual of the list of players that we talk about today. So the way we do this is we go through the players and share some of the data we've collected in our files. And using that data, we try to predict how likely the player is to make the team. So we categorize them into uh, definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, and seems to be off the squad. But we have a couple of other categories like uh, retired, injured, or um, new, if there happens to be a player um, kind of in the wings. Uh, yeah. So we will also try to determine which players are going to be starters and which one substitutes. And that's as much as we can do at this point. Uh, but as the, Rogers, uh, as the rosters are being published, uh, we will do an update episode, actually an update episode on both the team and the players. So for the players, that'll be essentially going over our predictions, uh, updating them based on the games played to that point, um, any new insights we have, and uh, revealing which players were selected for the games shortly before the Cup. So keep your eye out for these. That'll probably be in early November. Meanwhile, after we go through the players here, we'll make some comments on how the team looks going into the Cup. Again, we'll update that uh, in November. And now for Morocco, Connor and I did a player podcast going into that Cup, and it was only about eight months ago. So uh, much is the same although there are a few key changes. And we also know a little bit more, having seen which players played in the uh, 2021 African Cup. Actually, that was in January 2022. Uh, and we know how, for example, the teams lined up and so on. All right, well, let's get into this podcast. So we're looking at Morocco. Oh, and uh, yeah, shirt. I'm wearing a red shirt. That is Morocco's color. Um, uh, but I'm actually wearing a Canada shirt for a couple of reasons. A, I don't have a Morocco shirt, so hoping my family will do something to rectify that. And B, uh, Morocco faces Canada in, in the uh, World Cup here. So uh, we're kind of hoping that a lot of these players come down with um, a cold or something, nothing too serious, but just something that will uh, weaken them a little bit for the for the World Cup as they play Canada. Okay, those biases are out of the way. And I'm going to start with um, uh, takeaways from the podcast that we did in, uh, in earlier this year. So um, by going through that podcast, we did notice a few things. Uh, one of them was a, a bit of a lack of a balance in positions. 
I'll talk a bit more about that soon. But one of those lack of balances is kind of a shortage of defensive and central midfielders and a bit of an overload with attacking midfielders. So we predicted that uh, some of those attacking midfielders may be, um, uh, may be put into service uh, in a more defensive role. Uh, another thing we noticed is that uh, Morocco seemed a bit stronger on the left side of the field, um, stronger on the left side of the field than on the right side of the field. So once again, we predicted players would be pushed over uh, uh, and playing kind of slightly out of position. And uh, we're going to find out that, that that was the case. Uh, so um, let us move on. Uh, and take a look at uh, formations. Uh, formations. So they played five games in the African Cup, and uh, the first two were 4-1-4-1 formations, as was the game five against Egypt. That kind of seems to suit, the, to, to, to match the fact that they have more attacking midfielders than defensive midfielders. Uh, for the uh, game three and game four against Gabon and Malawi, they went with a 4-4-2 formation. And um, uh, we see actually that uh, in the games after the Cup, uh, they have also seemed to settle, at least for the time being, on a 4-4-2 formation. That's what they went with in their African Cup 2023 qualifying games uh, in June. That was uh, at home to South Africa. And, uh, uh, well, technically at home to, uh, sorry, away to Liberia, but for some reason that game was also played in Morocco. Both two, uh, both of them 4-4-2 formations. Just one more point here. Uh, interestingly, uh, when they played the World Cup 22 uh, qualifying playoff game against Congo DR, they were at home there too, uh, I was surprised to find they went with a new formation, uh, a 5-3-2 Formation and they also played that in a friendly in the US. They tried out uh, a few of the lesser used players in that friendly, a 5 3 2 formation. But as I said, they seem to return to uh, a 4 4 2 formation. So uh, again, uh, those formations 4 1 4 1 and 4 4 2 um, kind of favoring more attacking midfielders. And we did notice in the African Cup. Uh, pleasantly, that they were a more of attacking team than they've been in the past. Uh, part of that is down to the the players they have available. They've lost a few of their defensive players, and we'll see as we go through. Okay, well, let's start going through. And we're going to start with one of the big changes, uh, the manager position. So, um, uh, Vahid Halahodzic, Connor pronounced it better, uh, Vahid Halahozdic, uh, their Serbian manager, um, was released. I believe his contract expired uh, after the Cup, and they didn't renew that contract. And uh, that's going to, uh, we'll see in this podcast, um, uh, bring about a bit, a bit of change in the squad. So uh, Halahozdic, the poor guy, uh, apparently, this is the third time he has been uh, he has taken a team through qualifying for a World Cup, and uh, and then been released. So it also happened when he took uh, Japan through qualifying, that was in uh, 2018, 
and then uh, took uh, Ivory Coast through qualifying in 2010, but didn't, um, uh, no way, uh, yeah, he didn't coach in either of those World Cups, so not sure what the problem there was, but uh, part of it may have been that he was, um, uh, seemed to have an argument with a few players, as we will see. Um, what I what I did read, uh, and I quote, is over disagreements with the Moroccan FA's president on how the team should move forward. So that's a, a fairly um, bland excuse, and we don't know the specifics, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was uh, just uh, not getting along with uh, a few of the players at least. Anyway, let's get into his replacement here. So he is out. And his replacement is uh, Walid, and I'm not sure how to say it. I'm sorry, Moroccan fans, but uh, you just have too many vowels in your name, in your names, I must say. <laughs> Regragui, Walid Regragui. I'll tell you a little bit about him. He's uh, He was with the Moroccan uh, team. He played in the 2004 and 2006 African Cups, and he was a starter in those. And um, uh, he, his management career, now he's, of course, the manager of the Morocco national team. He was assistant manager in 2012 and 13. And then after that, he coached a couple of the big teams in Morocco, uh, FUS Rabat, uh, for six years there. And uh, recently, Wydad Casablanca, so they're two of the bigger teams in Morocco. And interestingly, he spent a short time with Al Duhai in Qatar. So maybe has a little bit of experience with uh, with Qatari soccer. Um, yeah, and I forgot to mention, I think, that he was on the national team from 2001 to 2009 with 45 caps. So he uh, is managing the team and we'll take them through this World Cup. And so I'm going to put him in green because green means uh, kind of definite uh, starter level. And uh, we will definitely, well, it would be foolish for them to get rid of a manager at this point. So let's move on to goalkeepers. And <laughs> we basically, for goalkeepers, have a, a fairly certain starter in um, Yassine Bounou. So I'll tell you a little bit about him. He's now with Sevilla in Spain, and he's been with the team since 2013. And uh, he was the backup keeper for uh, a few, uh, his first cup in African Cup 2017 and in World Cup 2018. And he was a backup to uh, Munir Mohan, who is uh, still on the team, but has now become the backup himself. In other words, they've kind of exchanged positions. So for African Cup 2019 and 2021, it was uh, Yassim Bounou started. He was born in Canada, born in Montreal, uh, Canada, and moved to Morocco at a young age. And he's sometimes called Yassim Bono or simply Bono. Um, and I've heard it pronounced actually Bano. So I, I'm not sure. I pronounce it Bounou, uh, but I could be dead wrong there. Okay, so I've told you a little bit about him. He is the likely starter, and Munir Mohand, or sometimes called Munir Mohand Mohammadi, is the uh, backup keeper. He was the starter in those two cups I mentioned, uh, both of them actually coming on to the team 
in uh, two, for the 2017 African Cup. That was their, their first tournament for both of those. Uh, for backup keepers, even for the African Cup, there was a little bit uncertainty about the third keeper. And uh, it, I, I personally think it's Anna Zaniti. Um, but he was selected for the squad, uh, for the 2021 squad. But then he got injured with a fractured hand. And he was replaced by Ahmed Raider Tagnauti. Um, although Tagnauti had been a backup keeper for the World Cup 2018 and African Cup 2019, um, it seemed like Zaniti was kind of taking over his spot as the third keeper, but we can't be sure because, uh, um, because of that injury. But he was replaced by uh, Tagnauti, so that suggests to me that he was he was um, not going to be selected for the for the uh, African Cup there. And uh, those are the four uh, basically ones to consider. And there is one kind of interesting detail that I'm going to add, and and that is. Um, that is a young player who is with um, Chelsea right now, with the Chelsea youth team. Um, so his name is Sammy uh, Tlamkani. Sammy Tlamkani. So he's just 18 years old. He's almost certainly going to be too young uh, to be a factor in this cup. But um, uh, maybe we'll watch him as an up-and-comer Um an up-and-comer because uh, uh, Bunu and uh, Mohand are uh, both kind of aging. They're about 30 years old, both of them. No, a little older than that, 30, 32. So they probably have a few years left in them. Uh, Zaniti is actually the same age, so they will need a keeper, let's say, in five years or so. Uh, okay, so just as a review of that part, we have Yasin Bunu as the... Uh, as the starter, I would say that's fairly certain. And uh, Munir Mohand as the uh, backup keeper, and then a bit of a, a bit of a um, uncertainty between Anas Zaniti and Ahmed uh, Tagna, Tagnauti. Although I I give the edge there to uh, to um, Zaniti, he overcame his fractured hand and he was on the bench for the last three games, uh, whereas uh, Tagnauti was on the bench for the, for the first two games since the African Cup. But when Zaniti came back, he, was, uh, he wasn't selected. So I, I, I actually, um, I'm actually going to move uh, Tagnauti to possible but unlikely uh, there. Maybe that's a bit extreme okay let's move on to defenders and wow they have a large selection of uh, central defenders to choose from but uh, there seem to be a couple of uh, definite players in naive aguer and romaine side so i'll tell you a little bit about those uh, players so uh, naive aguer is with west ham in england they just uh, just joined west ham from Rouen in france and uh, his first African Cup was the 2021 African Cup recently, uh, but he's, he's moved into uh, a starting role quite quickly. Uh, he scored a goal in qualifying, and he played uh, four of their five games in the African Cup. Uh, he was the starter. Uh, 
and um uh, sorry he yes he played four of their five games he didn't start the b team game uh there and he has played four of their five games since that cup so uh he looks like a, a fairly stalwart defender there uh, entrenched in his position romain size has uh, more experience he has 63 caps and he's been on the team since 2012 and um he's the captain of the team of morocco he was with wolverhampton in england for a long time since 2016 to 2022 but in 2022 he moved to besiktas in turkey so he's uh, one of many french-born players uh, on the team and he's been a starter uh, ever since his first tournament for, uh, the african cup in 2017. so um as i say he will he will be uh, almost certain he's played all five of their games since uh, since that African Cup. So I'm going to say uh, uh, Saiz and Aguirre are definite uh, and starters. And uh, they do have many other central defenders. Uh, so I won't give details on all of them. Maybe if a couple of them emerge, um, we'll give a few more details when we do the update podcast. But uh, uh, the first one seems to be Sammy um, May May. And I, in the last podcast, I had no idea how to say uh, his last name because it's spelled M-M-A-E-E. -E. You try to say it. Go ahead, try to say it. Yes, you can't, can you? Well, I couldn't either until uh, the African Cup where I saw that they pronounced it uh, Mamey, Sami Mamey. His brother uh, also plays for the team. We'll get to him in a bit. Uh, he has been on the team since 2020, and he did actually start and finish game one in the 2021 African Cup, but then he was relegated to the bench after that nevertheless he has played four of their five games since the 2021 african cup they tried him out in that five two uh, five three two system uh, i mentioned uh, but anyway it looks fairly likely that he will be uh, on the squad uh, but probably not a starter uh, on the squad for the world cup so we'll put him down as a likely but probably a substitute and then we have a whole bunch of names uh, that I won't give a lot of details on uh, because they're just possible candidates who have kind of popped up a little bit, but not that much. So uh, Jawad El-Yamik, uh, he's actually been with the team since 2016 and has 20 caps, Jawad El-Yamik, but he wasn't selected uh, for actually for any cup since 2016. Uh, that's three cups. The uh, No, that's four cups. The... 2017, 19, and 21 African Cups and the World Cup in 2018. So a bit unfortunate there. He plays for Real Valladolid in Spain and was with Genoa in Italy before that. And he played one of their five games since the 2021 African Cup. Uh, again, they kind of tried him out in that 5-3-2 system, I believe. Um, I'll just check on that, but I'm pretty sure that's uh that's true and it was he was uh yeah the third defender in that playoff game against congo dr okay well i've given a lot of details on him 
but I'll give uh, Les on uh, Sofian Chakla. So he's just been with the team since 2021, and he didn't play any of their five games since the uh, recent African Cup, but he was on the bench for three games. Ashraf Dari is kind of a similar level. Um, by the way, Sofian Chakla uh, was selected for the uh, African Cup and came on in the B team game. So maybe a bit of a stronger candidate than Ashraf Dari, who uh, has not been involved in a cup. And he just actually was absent from the team for a little while and just came back for the last of their of their five games since the 2021 African Cup. He wasn't selected for the four others. So he's a bit doubtful, uh, but I put him as a portable because he was selected for the last game. So maybe he's he's coming into the squad. Uh, another central defender is Bader Benoun. Bader Benoun, um, well, it looked like uh, he was gonna be selected for the African Cup uh, in 2021 because uh, he was actually captain of that squad. They used kind of mostly a B team, but a couple of A team players there. Um, uh, yeah, he was selected for the final squad, but he had to uh, be replaced uh, by Ashraf Ben Charki because of a heart condition. And so uh, we're kind of currently listing him as injured right now, uh, but he did return from his heart condition in June 2022 but he didn't play any of their uh, any of the games for morocco so he'll probably be recovered by the time of the world cup but he's a bit of an outside candidate uh, anyway interestingly though he does play in qatar uh, so we'll see again we'll get more info on him uh, if he's updated another player for uh real valladolid is zuhair fadel uh, Zuhair Fadel uh, last appeared for the national team, though, in March 2021. So um, uh, I, I really just put him here because of his club affiliations. Uh, as I said, plays for Real Valladolid. And uh, before that, a fairly big club, Sporting Lisbon. And um, uh, so I, I, I think I just thought he might be a consideration. I'm a bit surprised. He's never made it uh, to a tournament yet. Uh, okay, and just a bit of history. I'm going to uh, tell you um, about the retired uh, Mehdi ben ben Benatia. So he uh, was on the team since 2008, and he retired in 2019. He was actually the captain. So a bit of a loss for them there in central defense, which is m maybe why uh, Nayef Aguerd uh, kind of uh, kind of came in quickly uh, to replace him because he had been a standard uh, in all of the African Cups since uh, 2012. So uh, farewell to Mehdi Benati. He, uh, he actually played for uh, big teams like Juventus and Bayern Munich and Roma and um, uh, left a bit of a gap in the defense. So we'll just go through one more time, central defenders. So it looks like uh, Romain Saiz and Nayef Aguerd uh, will be the starters. Sami uh, Mamey uh, will likely be selected, but will probably be a substitute. And then we have uh, a few players 
they usually bring about five or six central defenders. So some of these players should be there. Jawad Al-Yamik, uh, probably the most likely. Sofiane Chakla, Ashraf Dari, and Badr Benoun. Um, uh, so probably a couple of those players at least. Uh, but not Zuhair Fadel, who seems to be off the squad. And of course, not Mehdi Benatia, who is, uh, who is retired from the team now. Uh, okay, that is central defenders. So um, sometimes we have a category kind of versatile defenders, but uh, there were none for Morocco. So we'll move on to left backs. Now they are uh, quite strong on the left side, and uh, but the, the the stalwart there is uh, even though he's quite young, uh, Ashraf Hakimi uh, has been occupying that position, kind of sole possession. Uh, of that position. So he is a big player for them. Uh, he plays for Paris Saint-Germain right now and was with Inter Milan and Real Madrid before that and uh, uh, were loaned to Borussia Dortmund, just a, a fantastic resume here. He was actually born in Spain and uh, he's been with the team since 2016 and his first cup was the World Cup in 2008 when 18 sorry when he immediately moved into a starting position and uh, though he is just uh, 26 years old sorry I don't actually have, have the ages I just have the year of birth so I'm calculating it but yeah uh, oh 23 years old um, 23 to 24 years old uh, he seems like a veteran. He has 51 caps and uh, eight goals. A very important player for them because he takes. he's a specialist in free kicks as well. So even though he's a defender, he has eight goals. So uh, as far as the national team goes, he's been a starter uh, since the 2018 World Cup. And he scored two goals in qualifying. Um, one of them was in that final playoff against Congo DR. And, of course, he played all five of the games uh, since the African Cup. So he is uh, definite, a real fixture there. Uh, that doesn't leave much room for Adam Masani. But now we refer back to the conversation we had or to the podcast we did before because Adam Masani is also uh, a starter. Um, before the Cup, he had played seven of their ten games in the lead-up to the Cup, so we were a bit confused. Uh, but we also noticed that they were weaker on the right side. So Adam Masani, though he's coded as a left-handed defender, uh, he's been playing on as a right-back uh, pretty consistently, uh, including four of their five games since the uh, 2021 African Cup in January. And uh, he was starting all five games in that position there too. He's with uh, Udinese. Um, and he moved there from Watford. I think those teams, in fact, I know those teams have uh, a bit of an agreement among them. They have the same owners, so they kind of freely move around uh, amongst them. Watford from 2018 to 2022 and recently moved to Udinese in Italy. So though he uh, earned his first cap in 2021, he's become a, a fixture on the team, but not as a not as a left back. I'll kind of gray that out there as a left back, but I'll put him as the definite right back. Um, uh, or almost definite. 
uh, because they do have a couple of right backs coming in. Just a couple of other names to mention here. Uh, Abdel Karim Badi, I believe he played in the uh, Arab Cup. I'm not dead sure. Anyway, his name has kind of popped uh, popped up, but I would say he's not uh, on the squad. Uh, he was he was uh, on uh, in the 2019 African Cup. He was on the bench but didn't get any game time, and then he wasn't selected for 2020. So uh, he played his last game in 2021 uh, on the bench in February 2021. So seems to be off the team. Um, okay, next is uh, Sufian El Karouani. Uh, we also him, have him as uh, seemingly off the squad. He last appeared for the national team in the 2021 African Cup, actually, but he was on, uh, on the roster and on the bench for the first game and then uh, disappeared, wasn't even on the bench. Uh, after that so um and he hasn't played any teams uh sorry any games any of their five games since there so uh he never kind of really uh got onto the squad he only has three caps uh, and hasn't been playing recently so uh, maybe he'll pop back in but um we kind of doubt it um but one player who does seem to be coming in and he was used in those five games is uh i'm going to put him as possible uh, but he may be even a little bit higher than that is yahia atiat allah yahia atiat allah and uh oh my goodness um <laughs> i have uh, misplaced my information um about him but uh suffice to say though that he was tried out uh, in one of those games i believe it was the game against liberia uh, he played as a left back, so uh, they moved Hakimi over to the right. Uh, because it was against Liberia, they seemed to be trying a few of the secondary uh, secondary players. But um, again, he'll have a, a tough time as a left back because he's got a pretty stiff competition ahead of him. Uh, and finally, uh, just a name to throw out, Ashraf Lazar. So again, he seems to be off the squad having... Uh, last played in June 2021, um, and he's never he's never actually made it to a cup despite uh, having 19 caps. And he he was with uh, Portimonense in Portugal, but now he's unattached. So um, I wonder what's happening with him. So just a review on the left backs: uh, we have uh, Ashraf Hakimi as a definite; he will be a starter. And we have Adam Massini, uh, who is also coded as a left back, but playing on the right. And he seems to have nailed down that position. We'll look at right defenders soon, but uh, they seem to have strong left backs and not many right backs. Uh, right backs who are, who are strong candidates. All right, uh, just give me a moment here. All right, I had to cough. Okay, moving to the uh, right back position. Uh, the best thing we have there is a likely candidate. 
and likely because we played two of their games since the 2021 African Cup in January, and he was on the bench for three others, so they seem to be uh, keeping him in the wings. He's just joined the team in 2021 and uh, only has four caps. He was selected for the 2021 African Cup, uh, but he was... Um, uh, he didn't see any action in that cup. He plays for Mets in France and is uh, 20, um, 23 years old. So we have him as a likely candidate. Now, an interesting candidate, too, is uh, Nusser Mazraoui. And I'm going to put him as a possible, but it's a bit of an interesting story. He was uh, one of the players who had a falling out with uh, manager, um, with manager uh, Halodozic. And um, so he wasn't selected for the 2021 African uh, Cup. Uh, he, he had been on the uh, a bench player for the 2019 African Cup, making a couple of appearances as a sub. Uh, and uh, he has 12 caps for the team. Uh, but recently he made a move from uh, Ajax in the Netherlands to Bayern Munich. So Bayern Munich is, is a pretty major club. That's a, you know, a big uh, move in his career. So it's hard to imagine that the, uh, that the new manager is not going to turn an eye to him uh, as a consideration. He last played for the national team in November 2020. But his move to Bayern Munich in July of 2022 uh, has got to make him a consideration. So it'll be interesting to see whether he is selected for the team uh, in the upcoming months. And we'll, we'll give an update on that. But right now we just have him as a possible player. And then a couple of players who are uh, 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 seem to be off the team. Um so we'll just kind of mention them by name, is Isam Chebake or Isam Chebak. And uh, he's been with the team since 2016, but only has eight caps and last appeared in March 2021. So not a likely candidate there. Uh, another one is Ayub uh, El Amlud. Ayub El Amlud, uh, he just has one cap in 2021. Uh, but he got uh, um, he wasn't a consideration for the African Cup because he was out with a fractured ankle. Uh, so he last appeared in October 2021, and that fractured ankle uh, continued uh, as an injury preventing him from playing through the Arab Cup in December 2021 and, of course, the African Cup in January 2022. So he recovered by March, but he wasn't selected for any of their games. Uh, since that time, but uh, he's only only 28, well, he's 28 years old, so still a candidate, and I suppose it'll depend on maybe his performance at the club level, um, whether he makes it. Another uh, uh, player seemingly off the team, I'm actually going to put, um, uh, even though he's recovered, I'm going to put El Amlud as injured, um, because uh, he may make his way back into the team. Um, now, this one is a, is a veteran who has retired, so this is why they have a bit of a, still a bit of a problem filling the right-back position with a right-back player. Uh, Nabil Dirar um, retired from the team in 2019. He's still playing, 
at the club level. So he's with Kasim Pasa in Turkey and was with Fenerbahce before that and Monaco before that. So a big player for them. Uh, last appeared in November 2019, and he was a starter uh, in in the 2017 and 2019 African Cups. And he was uh, he missed the first game of the World Cup 2018, but became a starter after that. So uh, 48 caps and three goals, um, but he is um, about 36 years old now so he is retired from international soccer so that is kind of the story of the right backs uh, no kind of major candidates after losing nabil dirar so left back adam masani has moved over to the position and pretty much owned it uh, but we do have um i, I, I um I'm not going to say Masani is going to be a starter because uh, Sofiane Alakouch, uh, who we considered likely, and Nusseh Mazraoui, who has moved to Bayern Munich and might become a candidate, uh, might challenge him for the position. So we'll put him down uh, as a kind of a substitute level. Um, although, as it is, he, he's probably, uh, as of right now, he's the starter. Okay, we move now to the midfield. I'm just going to clean up my uh, graphics on the uh, um, on the YouTube podcast here, just to, to make it clean for the end. Uh, now we do have a category of genuine, uh, general or versatile midfielders, and Morocco did have one in Younes Belhandi. Uh, however, Younes Belhandi is also retired from the team, so they've lost a few uh, big players. However, most of these players were lost before the African Cup. Uh, they were lost after the last World Cup, but before the uh, 2021 African Cup. So they have played in a competition without these players. So the loss is a little less big considering that. But uh, Younes Belhandi last appeared in the 2019 African Cup. And uh, he was a starter in the 2012 African Cup, but then kind of uh, disappeared for the, from the team. He was a sub in 2013 and injured in 2017, um, but then basically a starter in the World Cup and African Cup 2019. So uh, 58 caps and five goals. Uh, he's actually only 32 years old and is still uh, still playing in Turkey. Uh, at the club level, but um, but uh, seems to have retired from the national team. Uh, so that's a bit of a loss. Um, we move on to defensive midfielders, and we said they're a little short on defensive and central midfielders uh, too. So we only have a candidate at the possible level, and then one who seems to be off the squad. So the possible candidate is uh, Yaya Jabrain, and he plays in Morocco for one of their bigger clubs, uh, Wydad Casablanca. He's been with the team since 2018 and has 16 caps and two goals, but he's never made a tournament before. And um, uh, yes, he he played the last of their five games since since the African Cup in January. 
um, and was on the bench for one, but not selected for three others. So just a possible candidate there. And then uh, Yusuf Ait Ben Asser seems to be off the squad. So uh, Yusuf Ait Ben Asser last appeared for the national team in September 2019. And, uh, um, you know, he played for uh, Monaco in the French League for five years. And now he's with Adanaspor in Turkey. Uh, but he's only uh, 27, 26 or 27 years old too. So uh, uh, a bit young to be off the team. Uh, although he never really secured a, a position. He was in the 2017 and 19 African Cups and in the 2018 uh, World Cup. But he, he uh, was only a starter in 2019. Uh, but after the first game, he lost his starting position. So uh, has never really secured a place in the squad, 24 caps. But he is young enough to come back into the team. So we'll kind of keep an eye on whether he shows up for any of the games uh, uh, in the upcoming months. But that's all we have for, uh, sorry, for defensive midfielders. And uh, as we said, they're much stronger in the attacking midfield area. Uh, but they do have a fairly stalwart central midfielder in Amrabat, uh, sorry, Sofian Amrabat. <coughs> uh, Sofian Amrabat. Um, so he's been with the team since 2017, uh, and he has 36 caps. He's with Fiorentina. Uh, in Italy and has been playing for fairly uh, fairly um, solid clubs like um, Feyenoord in the Netherlands and Club Bruges in Belgium. And uh, he didn't make it to the 2019 African Cup. Um, however, he was a bench player uh, in the 2018 World Cup. He actually came on as a substitute replacing his brother, uh, Norden Amrabat. Um, uh, but he actually made a tackle uh, in in uh, a game against Iran uh, that gave away a free kick and led to Iran's winning goal uh, in injury time. So I don't imagine. Maybe that's why he was left off the team in 2019. But I like him, and they seem to too, because in 2021, recently, he was a sub uh, in game one, but then gained a starting position for the remaining four games. And since that African Cup, he's played four of their five games. So uh, again, a bit of a lack of central midfielder. So now he seems to have nailed down a position uh, in the central midfielder. Uh, in the central midfield, I'm actually going to put him as a definite um, as much because they um, kind of lack other players, other candidates to fill the position. Uh, also as a definite... Uh, maybe not a central midfielder, but Azadin uh, Unahi. Azadin Unahi. And uh, even though he's coded as a central midfielder, they've been using him uh, on the, I believe, on the right side of the pitch. I think a couple of times he's played on the left. But anyway, he's a left or right, uh, kind of pressed into service as a left or right midfielder. And he's just been with the team since 2021. Um, uh, but he was selected for the African Cup and he started a couple of games, but he wasn't what we'd call a starter. He's only uh, 22 years old and he plays for Angers in France. And uh, he scored two of the 25 goals in qualifying 
um, both of them um, uh, both of them uh, in a four in a 4-1 win over Congo DR in the final playoff there um, so that probably put him in a few good books and he's played four of their five games since the African Cup so uh, actually even though he's not playing central midfield it uh, seems to be carving out a starting position uh, in the in the team there despite his youth so i'm going to put him as uh, green but in fact uh, not a, not not playing as a central midfielder but an outside midfielder uh, the next candidate is imran luza so imran luza we have as a possible i know connor likes him he's been following him at watford uh, with whom he, with uh, the team he plays for, his club team, he was with Nantes in France before that. He's also a player that uh, uh, has been with the team just since 2021, and he has 10 caps and two goals in that time, and was a starter in the 2021 uh, African Cup in January, and um, he scored two of their goals in qualifying. One of them was on a penalty. Uh, but he only played the first of their five games uh, since that time, since that uh, African Cup in January. And he was on the bench for one, but not selected for three others. So we thought he would be a more regular starter. Uh, if I go back to my the podcast um, that we did last time, I think we had him as a definite. Yeah, we had him as a definite. Uh, and the reason we had said that was because um, he had uh, basically just started with the team in 2021, uh, but he played five of their games off uh, for the, uh, <laughs> I'm getting lost in my words here, uh, before the African Cup, he played the five games before. So he seemed to come in and and uh, and get a, a, a lot of games right away. So we thought he'd be a... Um, a a definite there now we put him as a possible because uh he hasn't been playing for the team that much so we'll see um if he makes the team um meanwhile we have a couple of other players walid el carty uh he's been with the team since 2014 but in that time has only played 21 games so hasn't really uh carved out a place for himself on the squad has never made a tournament and he last appeared in the Arab Cup. So maybe one of those kind of uh, B-team players that uh, just can't make it on to the uh, A-team. But we'll talk more about him if he actually makes it. And we have another big retired player here. Uh, again, in, in 2019, he retired. So they did um, play the African Cup without him. But it's Mbark, Musa, uh, Mbark Busufa. Mbark Busufa. So a real veteran with 70 caps and eight goals, uh, 38 years old now, so uh, too old for the squad. His first African Cup was in 2012, and he was named to the team of the tournament in 2017 and was a starter for the uh, 2018 World Cup and 2019 African Cup. So especially considering their lack of central midfielders, uh, he's, he's kind of a big miss there. And uh, he last played in the 2019 African Cup. So a bit of a hole to fill there. And it seems like Sofian, Sofian Amrabat is filling that hole. 
Okay, we move over to the left of the midfield. And uh, we only have one candidate here. It's uh, Well, we do have left wingers, but uh, coded as left midfielders, uh, we have Amin Harit, or Amin Harit. And he's only at the portable level. He's been with the team since 2017 and has 14 caps. He plays for Schalke in Germany, uh, but he was born in France. And uh, I have it in the soccer files here that he's a good swimmer, a good swimmer. Uh, I doubt that'll come into play. He was he was in the 2018 World Cup. Uh, he started actually, uh, but um, he lost his starting position in that cup and and uh, didn't play any games after that. Then he wasn't selected in 2019 and 2021, but he actually. Uh, returned to the team after a year and a half absence in June 22 and went on to play the last of their three games, uh, the last three of their five games. So maybe making his way uh, back onto the team. Now they, yeah, did have him as a left midfielder and they need someone in that position because uh, they, uh, again, who, uh, Unahi, who we talked about earlier, as a central midfielder, has been playing there and basically uh, out of position players. So, um, uh, you know, he'll be hoping to fill that position. But we just have him as a portable, and if he makes it, you know, we put him at the substitute level, um, I would imagine. Okay, over to the right side of the midfielder, they have. Um, a couple of choices there but again not much in terms of right midfielders and i guess the difference between a right uh, or left midfielder and a right or left winger would be the wingers would tend to be more attacking anyway that's the way i had it uh, in my head so i think of these as kind of more uh, defensive minded midfield players and uh, we only have one candidate at the possible level here too and that's mohammed chibi so uh, Mohamed Chibi has been with the team since 2021 and has five caps and one goal. And he was on the roster for the 2021 African Cup in January 2022, but uh, he didn't see any action in that cup. And uh, he hasn't played any of their five games since, but he was on the bench for the last of those. So maybe, uh, like Amin Harrit, maybe making his way back into the squad. Uh, we do have one retired player here, um, uh, and that's Norden Amrabat. He also retired in 2019 after having played 64 caps for the national team with seven goals. He's still active at the club level, playing with AEK Athens. And uh, um, in the past, he, he also played with Watford and Galatasaray and PSV Eindhoven. So uh, he's nine years older than his brother, actually, Sophie. So that can be a bit confusing because usually brothers uh, um, kind of go hand in hand as far as retirement and stuff like that goes. But he's retiring uh, well before, or he retired well before uh, um, his brother. So he was on the squad for the 2012 African Cup. And... Uh, he was basically a starter in all tournaments except 2017, um, where uh, he was he was 
for fear of an injury is what I have in my notes. So uh, I'm not dead sure what that means. Anyway, he missed that cup. And the last one he played for was in uh, 2019 African Cup. Uh, he did play actually in November 2019 up to that point, but um, um, was retired by the time 2021 came around. Uh, okay, so again, very slim in midfielders. Um, and we can't even, we yeah, we can't really say with much confidence that left midfielder Amin Harrit and right midfielder Mohamed Chibi uh, will be on the team. Even possible is a bit generous because they just came in right at the end there. But in their favor is the fact that they need players, uh, need players in those positions. Okay, we move on to left wingers. And we start with Tarek uh, Tisudali. Tarek Tisudali. Now, uh, even though he's coded as a left winger, he's been playing as a forward, but he's been playing quite regularly. So, um, uh, so we have him as a definite, and uh, I wouldn't say necessarily as a starter, and I'll tell you why shortly, because. Uh, uh, um, anyway, I'll give you a little information on him. He's, he's just been with the team since 2022. Uh, he, he played in the African Cup 20, it's confusing, 2021 African Cup, but that took place in 2022. So um, he was new to the squad, actually. He was named to the squad before ever getting a cap for the national team. And uh, he seemed... Um, no, I won't go into detail on that. Anyway, he scored two of their goals in 2022 qualifying, so continued on um, after the African Cup. Uh, that was one in each of their final round games against Congo DR. So, um, you know, that must have looked good uh, on his resume, and he seems to have uh, been getting uh, more starts after that. He was just a sub in the 2021 African Cup. So by now he has nine caps and two goals. He plays for Ghent in Belgium and he was born in the Netherlands. Uh, but he looks like he's really making inroads into the team, though not as a as a left winger. So I'm going to gray him out as a left winger here. And I'm going to put him as a forward because that's where he's been playing. Uh, and I'll put him as a likely because he, he does have a bit of competition on the forward line even though he's been playing a lot okay we have two possible candidates on the left wing uh here and uh one of them is uh zachariah abukal uh zachariah abukal uh has been with the team since 2020 and has 11 caps and two goals he's just 21 or 22 years old uh, he was born in the Netherlands, and he actually changed his nationality uh, to Moroccan. I'm guessing that's uh, through parentage there. And he uh, started in the 2021 African Cup last January, but he also was subbed out of the first game and lost his starting position, got a couple of substitute appearances after that. Um, so I would say he's a likely or, yeah, a possible candidate here because... Uh, like the midfielders we talked about, he only played the last of their five games um, since the uh, African Cup, although he was on the bench for two of them. 
and not selected for two. So uh, it did actually look like they were kind of trying him out uh, for a while, but I'm not sure he's um, really securing a position for himself. Uh, the other possible candidate we have is Sufian Rahimi. So Sufian Rahimi um, has been with the team since 2021, and he has 16 caps, but get this, six goals. So that's a good percentage uh, of goal scoring there, uh, above 33%, around 40%. Um, but it didn't earn him a starting position in the 2021 African Cup. He was just a sub uh, there. And he's played two of their five games since the African Cup and was on the bench for one other. Uh, so he seems, yeah, he seems uh, like a fairly solid candidate. He plays for Alain in the UAE, and he played for Raja Casablanca before that. Okay, now we're going to move on to an interesting uh, candidate here. I have him down as possible, but unlikely. His name is Abdi uh, Izal Zuli. Izal Zuli, but that's difficult to pronounce. So uh, I've seen the name given as Ez Abdi. Uh, or, yeah, we'll have to find out, uh, Ez Abdi. Maybe that's what he's called in Spain, because he uh, is in Spain, and he's with the Barcelona uh, B team in Spain. Uh, I have a note that he's with Barcelona since 2021, and was with, um, but I don't think he's, he's played for the senior Barcelona team. Anyway, uh, it seems like Morocco and Spain are kind of wrangling over him. He's 21 years old, and I don't think he's decided um, uh, which team he's going to go with to. So both are, are kind of wooing him. Uh, but if he joins the team, he may be kind of one of the up-and-comers to keep an eye on. Uh, also possible but unlikely is uh, Abdelayla Hafidi. Uh, Abdelayla Hafidi uh, has 25 caps since 2013, but the only tournament he has ever uh, participated in was in 2013, uh, although he did play in the 2021 Arab Cup. So there is a chance, because uh, he's played 25 games for Morocco, uh, a chance that he'll come in. Uh, last of a chance, who uh, I have as off the squad, is Ismail El Haddad. Ismail El Haddad. So he has 21 caps since 2016. Uh, uh, has never made a tournament, uh, even though he's been with the team since 2016. And again, uh, played in the Arab Cup, um, but doesn't look like a, a likely candidate here. Um, uh, for, for this World Cup. Now we move on to right wingers and we have uh, Hakim Zayac. So Hakim Zayac is fairly well known as a Chelsea player, uh, but for Morocco right now I just have him down as possible. And that's better than it was in 2021 where he it was basically known that he was not going to uh, um, play with the team. That was because of an ongoing dispute with the manager, Hala Dozic. Oh my God, I'm probably butchering his name. Anyway, an ongoing disagreement with the manager. But now that they have a new manager in, uh, I'm guessing they will 
at least consider him. And who knows, maybe that's what, uh, you know, a big star like that and uh, not playing for the team, maybe that's what the problem with uh, uh, the previous manager was about. Uh, although I'm not saying that with any confidence. Anyway, uh, Hakim Zayic has played with the team since 2015 and he has 40 caps and 17 goals. That is a, uh, that is a really good record there i think that's above 40 percent and uh, uh he's with chelsea in england and was with uh, ajax in netherlands before that and he was born in the netherlands in fact and he was on the team in the for the 2018 world cup uh, and for the 2019 african cup but not the 2020 21 African Cup due to his disagreement with the manager. So I'm sure a lot of Moroccan fans will be hoping uh, to get him back for the Cup. Um, but right now I just have him as a possible candidate because uh, he hasn't, well, he, uh, they've played five games uh, since the African Cup in January. The last of those was in June and the manager was dismissed in August. So uh, all eyes on uh, Hakim Zayas to see if he comes back into the squad. He's their only candidate as a right midfield, uh, as a right winger. So that brings us on to the uh, on to the attack. We we include attacking midfielders in in the uh, in the forward line, and we have a whole bunch of them. So again, they were a bit lacking in defensive midfielders, but a bit overweight in attacking midfielders. So uh, we have two candidates, or just one candidate who seems a definite, and that is uh, Salim Emala. Salim Emala. Uh, Salim Emala has uh, 22 caps and four goals since 2019. He's 26 years old, and he plays uh, for Standard Liège in Belgium. He's played... Uh, in Belgium throughout his career. He was born in Belgium and he was a starter in the 2021 African Cup. He scored two goals in 2022 World Cup qualifying. Uh, actually, both of them were in a 5 nothing win over Guinea. And he's played all five of their games since the African Cup. So he seems, uh, uh, he seems a starter in the attacking midfield. I'm just going to check whether... Uh, he has played as an attacking midfielder in all of those um, games. Yeah, pretty much uh, kind of a central attacking midfielder in that 4-1-4-1 formation um, and, and in the 4-4-2 formation as well. So uh, he, is, he is playing in position. Salim Amala, a definite candidate and probably a starter. Next one is Ilias Chair. Uh, Ilias Chair plays for Queen's Park Rangers in England. He's been with the team since 2021 and has nine caps. Uh, he's 25 years old. We have him as a, uh, a likely candidate. Um, Uh, a likely candidate, although he only appeared in the B-team game in the 2021 African Cup uh, in January. And actually, I should move him down to possible because he's only played one of their five games since, uh, although he was on the bench for three other games. So I'm actually going to change him to a, a possible 
Um, again, he's a player we thought would make bigger inroads into the team. If I look back at the previous podcast we did, um, what did we have him as? Yeah, we had him as a likely candidate uh, there, but he seems to have fallen off a little bit. And uh, uh, he, yeah, he played uh, seven of their eight games after his first cap prior to the 2021 African Cup. So he looked like a strong candidate, but now he doesn't seem to be getting uh, as much field time. So we put him at a, as a possible. Next one is Eamon Borkok. Eamon Borkok, uh, we also have uh, as a possible. And he's been with the team since 2020 with 18 caps. He's just 24 years old and he plays for Mainz in Germany. He was, in fact, born in Germany and has played there his whole life uh, with Eintracht Frankfurt for six years before uh, recently moving to Mainz. And he was also in the 2021 African Cup, but only as a substitute. Uh, only as a substitute there. And he has uh, scored one of the, one of the uh, qualifying goals for this cup, uh, but he's only played one of their games since the African Cup and was on the bench for one other and not selected for three. So that's why we have him just as a possible candidate. Next is uh, Adele Karapt. We talked about him a lot in the previous podcast because uh, Connor knows him quite well from the champion. He has a funny story, story about him in the previous podcast, uh, actually. Uh, Connor knows him quite well because he played for uh, QPR in England and that manager went on to coach Cardiff. So um, Connor's quite familiar with him. He's in Benfica in Portugal, and he has been for a long time now. He uh, was a, a, a very promising player uh, in the English league, and very promising players all over the world. He was loaned to AC Milan and, and loaned to Tottenham. Uh, but he never really lived up to his promise. And it seems the same with uh, with Morocco. Uh, the only tournament, he's been with the team since 2009. So he's about 33 years old. And he was in the 2012 African Cup as a substitute, but otherwise not in any tournaments. So despite his uh, great talent, he hasn't really lived up to his potential. And yet they seem to kind of keep trying him out. So um, he played four of the games in the lead up to the 2021 African Cup. So we were uh, kind of hoping to see him on the squad, but he didn't make it. And now they've used him for one of the five games since uh, since the African Cup. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, again, they seem to be ho hoping to get the best out of him, I suppose. So Adele Tarat, a possible candidate there. And actually, uh, a likely candidate um, as an attacking midfielder, even though he seems to play on the left, uh, is Sofiane Bouffal. Sofiane Bouffal. Uh, scored one of their goals in qualifying and played the first two uh, uh, two of their games after the uh, African Cup, but has been out for three games with a dead leg. So I imagine that will be, uh, you know, he'll overcome that by the time the uh, World Cup comes around. He's been with the team since 2016, but had trouble getting on the squad 
he was nominated to the 2017 African Cup squad, but then was replaced. And in my notes, it says for, for unknown reasons. And um, he wasn't selected for the World Cup and then was just a sub in the 2019 African Cup and finally got a starting position for 2021 where he played on the left side again so many attacking midfielders and a bit uh a bit weak in terms of candidates on the side of the field uh, but he does seem to have nailed down a position uh there on the side but we'll see whether this injury uh let somebody else uh into the position so we just have him as an injured but uh i think if he if he's fit uh, we would see him as a likely candidate. And I think he'll overcome that problem. So uh, just in review for attacking midfielders, we have Salim Amala as a definite. And we have uh, Elias Chair, Eamon Boy, uh, Barcock, and Adele Tarat as possible. And uh, we have Sophie Buffal as injured um injured but likely though likely uh on the left side uh okay we have a category for secondary strikers but there uh, are none coded as secondary strikers so we're going to move on to forwards and really we have uh, uh two uh i mean basically three candidates i'm going to put them all as uh definite no wait i'm going to put ayub al kabi and Yusuf Nesri as definite, and Tari Kusudali as likely, although the three seem to share uh, the role, and Al Kabi seems to be kind of the number one there, uh, but we'll talk, uh, we'll give a bit of information about him. Uh, Al Kabi has been with the team since 2018, and he has 36 caps and 20 goals, so that's over uh, 50%. Uh, he plays for uh, Hatay Spor in Turkey and was with uh, Wydad Casablanca before that and interestingly with Hebei China Fortune in China uh, before that. And he was on the World Cup 18, uh, World Cup 2018 squad where he started game one but then lost his uh, starting position and he was not selected for the uh, African Cup in 2019. Uh, in 2021, so we we were kind of we were considering him, um, <coughs> excuse me, a, a likely candidate for the 2021 20, World Cup, but um, and we were right in as far as he was on the bench for game one, but he gained a starting position for games two and three, and um, uh, has done well has done well since. So he scored five of their 25 goals in qualifying and he was their top scorer and he played uh, all five of their games since the african cup so really seems to have um uh, nailed the position down there uh, okay along with him is yusuf and nesri who we also consider a definite candidate and um he uh, has been with the team since 2016 has 48 caps and 14 goals and he's 24 or 25 years old. He's with Sevilla in Spain now, and he's played his whole career uh, in Spain, well, at least since uh, being on a youth club in Spain. He, he was born in Morocco. 
and uh, played his young years in Morocco, but quickly moved to Spain. So he's uh, been a consideration since the 2017 African Cup, where he was subbed into the first couple of games and then earned a starting position. Uh, but he wasn't a starter in 2018 World Cup. He actually appeared only in, in game three. Uh, but he was a starter for the 2019 African Cup and technically for the 2021 African Cup, even though he wasn't on the bench for game one because he, he was under a COVID quarantine. Uh, and he's played four of their five games since that African Cup last January. And so uh, seems a definite candidate uh, for this Cup. Now we talked about uh, uh, Tarek Tusudali, who was coded as a left winger, but has actually been kind of sharing the forward spots uh, with these guys. But we won't cover that again. We'll instead move on to another uh, likely candidate in Munir Al-Haddadi. So Munir Al-Haddadi is with Sevilla in Spain, and he was with Barcelona for five years before that, although he tended to be loaned out uh, uh, for some of his time there. Um, so he grew up through the Barcelona uh, youth system and was born in Spain, in fact. Uh, he's been on the team since 2021 and has 12 caps and two goals. Uh, but he was only a sub in the 2021 African Cup last January. And uh, he's played none of their games since that time, but he has been on the bench for three of them. So uh, definitely uh, a kind of a substitute player. It looks like he'll be selected, but uh, he'll be a substitute. I'm going to kind of nominate, well, I'll, I'll come and do that later i was gonna gonna go over starters and substitutes but uh, i see we have a couple of other players to talk about uh, and one of them uh, i got as a likely player in Faisal fajar uh or maybe it's Faisal fajar um he's a bit older about 33 maybe moving on to 34 there uh, but it's been with the team since 2015 and has 51 caps. Uh, but all through his uh, uh, tournament career, he's been a sub, although sometimes he started as a sub. No, only in uh, 2017 did he start as a sub and then gain a starting position. So uh, a fairly regular selection for the, for the team, but doesn't seem to uh, be a starter. Uh, has never seemed to be a starter. And he's coded as a forward slash attacking midfielder here. But the only play, the only game, uh, the only position he's played recently is, I believe it's on the left wing, but I'm just going to look it over uh, here. Um, Oh, okay. He must have. Yeah, he must have been a substitute uh, in in th in three of the four games he played. Uh, and I have him kind of as a central, maybe a central attacking midfielder in the one game that he started. So um, kind of a substitute all the way, Faisal Fadger. And he's thirty three years old. So uh, I wonder if I should move him down to uh, just a possible level. Uh, in fact, I think I will. 
Okay, uh, and then we have a couple of other kind of names um, at the possible but unlikely. So one of them is Walid Azaru. Uh, Walid Azaru has been with the team since 2017 and has 12 caps, but he's never appeared in a tournament, and he last appeared uh, in the uh, 2021 Arab Cup, so not a likely candidate there. He plays for Ajman in the UAE. Uh, a bit more likely, perhaps, is Ashraf Ben Charki. He uh, was selected for the 2021 African Cup, uh, but he was just a replacement uh, for an injured player, and he didn't see any action uh, on the squad there on the field. Um, and uh, he also, like, he played five of their 10 games in the lead up to the. 2021 African Cup, uh, but it was only for a total of 35 minutes. So if he makes it at all, he's definitely uh, substitute uh, material. But um, uh, really, yeah, his last appearance uh, was in the 2021 Arab Cup because uh, even though he was on the roster in, in the 2021 African Cup, he didn't appear even on the bench for, for, for any of the five games. So um, not a likely candidate. Uh, also not, well, I have him as not likely, um, is uh, Ryan Mamey. That's the brother of the uh, defender, Sammy Mamey, who we talked about earlier. And uh, we would have him as a likely candidate, except that he's injured. And it's, um, it's an ankle injury uh just for the last three of the games uh in june there so it may be that he's recovered uh for the african cup if it's something like a broken ankle then that may be in a bit of doubt but uh anyway he has uh been with the team since 2016 but has only amassed 11 caps in that time uh, four goals is pretty impressive given the uh, 11 caps but uh he was um a bench player for the 2021 African Cup. Uh, he scored four of their goals in qualifying, so was their second top scorer. Um, he also missed a penalty in, in the final round playoff game, although it didn't end up doing them damage. Uh, so it's a, it's a bit hard to know what his position with the squad is right now. Uh, it seems like uh, they're interested in bringing him, but it would be at, uh, at more as a substitute. Okay, and then one player who uh, is uh, seems to be off the squad is Usama Idrissa. So he also plays for Sevilla in Spain, uh, but he's on loan with Feyenoord in the Netherlands right now. And he also was in the, uh, no, he was in the 2019 African Cup uh, as a substitute, but didn't make the team in 2021. So he last appeared in November 2019. So uh, pretty much seems to be out of the picture. So I'll give a quick review of the forwards here. And um, we would say uh, El Kabi, Ayub El Kabi and Yusuf El Nesri are definites. Uh, for making the team and probably for starting too. And uh, Tariq uh, Tisudali is kind of halfway between a starter and a, um, 
and a substitute. We'll put him as a substitute here. But he, along with Munir Al-Haddadi, are likely to make the team. And then uh, we have uh, Faisal Fajr uh, as a possible candidate. Possible but unlikely are uh, Walid Azaru and Ashraf Bencharki. Um, but uh, sorry, I should put him in the injured category, Ryan May. Uh, he, he's he's a more likely candidate uh, if he's fit. We'll have to see. And then Usama Idrisi seems to be off the squad. So that's the end of the player-by-player uh, player section. We'll go back to some of the takeaways uh, again to kind of repeat. Now we can put names to some of these positions. I didn't want to do that at the beginning because I thought it would be... Um, a bit confusing but uh, we talked about a lack of balance in positions so some positions like left defense or attacking midfield they have too many players in those positions and in other positions uh, maybe not right defense now but uh, perhaps but definitely in defensive and central midfielders and on the wings left and uh, sorry left and right uh, I should say left and right midfielders more defense-minded midfielders uh, they're a bit short, so they're likely to move players as they did in the 2021 African Cup, move players uh, uh, into positions that they don't normally start in. That's the takeaway from that. And then in terms of specifics, um, we saw that uh, uh, left-back Adam Messina has been playing as a right-back uh, for quite a while. Uh, Sofiane Amrabat was... Um, is a pretty uh, established central or defensive midfielder, but uh, they seem to kind of mix and match in terms of uh, adding players to that midfield. So they tried out central defender Sami Mamey in the role of a stopper, and um, they they uh, he was only the stopper in one of the three games where they tried that formation. Uh, they moved. Uh, um, attacking midfielder Ilias Chair and Salim Amala um, into kind of a central midfield role uh, too. Uh, in terms of the wings, uh, they have attacking midfielder Sofiane Bouffal. Uh, he held down the left midfield position there for a while at least. And the right uh, midfield position uh, in the African Cup, so virtually a different player every game. So uh, Unahi uh, played that position twice, and then they tried Tisudali there. He's he's a left winger, but uh, they put him over to right midfielder. They tried Luza, who's a, set, a central midfielder, over there, and they tried forward Munir El Haddadi, uh, all taking a crack at that right midfield role. But now that there's Hakim Zayech, uh, might be coming back, even though he's more of a an attacking right midfielder. He is on the right, so I would imagine um, uh, he would be in that position. But if they do put him in that position, they will have to uh, uh, maybe enlist some more defensive midfielders. And then for forwards, uh, they were rotated at first with left-winger Zachariah Abukal starting as a lone forward in game one of the African Cup, which took me by surprise. Uh, but then it seemed like Ayub El-Kabi 
who we had actually predicted as a substitute, uh, uh, came in and nailed down the position. And Yusuf El-Nazri, uh, who I think was injured at the beginning of the African Cup or recovering from an injury, uh, also came into play. And since then, uh, Tissou Dali has been uh, kind of vying with uh, El-Nazri uh, for that position. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. We need a bit more. Um, on that. Okay, so that is um, a review of the takeaway from the previous podcast. And we're just going to do a couple of things to uh, uh, think about what Morocco looks like coming into this cup. So in terms of club affiliations, wow, they're actually quite impressive. Um, Most of their players playing at least for um, second tier clubs. And I'm talking about names like Udinese, Fiorentina, West Ham, um, I hope I'm not insulting people by uh, calling these second-tier clubs, but uh, solid clubs, Benfica, uh, you know, Zamalek in Egypt, uh, maybe actually not that many players from the uh, clubs in in Morocco, but there is uh, uh, Anna Zaniti, the goalkeeper, plays for Raja Casablanca, and uh, another with Wydad, a couple of players with Wydad Casablanca. Uh, so, but um, I would say for the most part, uh, fairly solid second tier uh, teams. But we're going to highlight a couple of uh, players' club affiliation here because we have uh, Ashraf Hakimi, who plays for the uh, elite club Paris Saint Germain. And then the player who was not selected because of uh, discord with the manager, Nusser Mazraoui. Um, uh, plays for Bayern Munich or recently moved to Bayern Munich. So I'm sure the new manager will give him a look. Uh, Sevilla is kind of in that category of like solid second tier teams, but maybe arguably a top tier team, however you want to make of it. I'm highlighting them here because these guys have uh, three players. I thought it was more than that, but anyway, on my list here is three. Uh, Yassim Bounou, Yusuf al Nesri forward and Munir Al-Hadadi, the uh, forward also, uh, all playing for Sevilla. And then a couple of young players to keep an eye on. Uh, one of them is Ad- Abdi Ezalzuli, uh, who may be going by a different name, maybe just Abdi. Uh, anyway, he's with Barcelona B and Spain and Morocco are uh, kind of fighting for his services. And then we have uh, the the goalkeeper I mentioned, uh, Sami Klemkani with uh, Chelsea. But he's one kind of for the future, probably won't make a, um, inroads in this World Cup. They already have plen- uh, uh, they already have a bit of a struggle uh, in terms of uh, selecting goalkeepers. Uh, okay, and finally. Uh, we'll not finally. We'll look at uh, the age and experience of the of the team. So I have basically made up my own list here of kind of I would say um, the the definite, likely, and possible players for the most part. So this is a bit of a rough estimate, uh, uh, but I've listed uh, thirty three players. Uh, among the ones I've chosen today, not the ones who who just play a game here and there. And I've come up with the average age of uh, uh, 25.8. 
So that is actually quite good. Like that's the prime of uh, of players' career. They only have a couple of players in their thirties. We mentioned Fajir Fakal. Uh, sorry, uh, Faisal Fajir, who is in his thirties. A couple of the goalies too. We we noted are in their thirties. So um, uh, Bunu and uh, uh, Bunu and uh, what's his name? Sorry, uh, Mohan, uh, yeah, Mooney or Mohan, uh, both of them uh, in their thirties. But that's okay for a goalie, uh, and and that's about it. Um, Jawad Ali Amik is is thirty two, and Roman Sice is the other one, kind of um, maybe approaching retirement age. But uh, a lot of the bigger names that we've talked about are, are in their mid twenties, so a very good age for the team. I would say they have uh, a couple of tournaments left in them with basically the same group of players. So looking good on the age front. In terms of caps, the average number of caps is nineteen. Uh, so I don't know what to make of that. Maybe a bit inexperienced. Uh, again, uh, uh, Faisal Fajr is the one with the most caps at 51. Uh, those two goalies, um, I got confused because they they have uh, Munir uh, Mohand uh, as Munir al Kajwi that he sometimes goes by that name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They both have 43, and oops, actually the player with the most caps is Captain Roman size. So uh, all of those players being older have more caps. The rest have uh, basically around 20 uh, or less, apart from um, some some players who have played a lot, like Ashraf Hakimi. So um, maybe slightly lacking in experience, Yusuf El Nesri has 48. And the next after that, I think, is uh, Sofian Amrabat with 36. So um, uh, not that experience, but perhaps it doesn't matter that much. And uh, just for fun, the total number of goals among these players is, among these 35 players, is 68. So that's actually uh, a little bit low. But I know that they were they were a highly defensive team up until the 2019, I think, African Cup, uh, and they looked a bit more attacking in 2021. So I'm hoping to see a bit more of an attacking team. Hang on, I'm not, because uh, I want Canada to do well, so I'm not really hoping to see that. But in terms of Morocco, uh, hoping to see a bit more uh, of an attacking team. Okay, just a quick look at players to watch. Uh, of course, uh, Ash Ashraf Hakimi is a um, player to keep an eye on. He takes free kicks. He's a left defender, uh, but he's a real leader on the team. He plays free kicks. Uh, he is kind of involved in the attack. He has eight goals, um, and he plays for Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, the forwards, uh, I think all three of them um, will be visible in the World Cup. So Ayub El Kabi, probably the main forward there, and Yusuf N. Nesri and Tariq Tisudali, uh, the forwards, they, they'll be kind of responsible for scoring the goals. And then uh, a few veterans, uh, Yasin Bunu, the goalkeeper, uh, will, will almost certainly be starting. 
and Romaine Romain Seiss, the captain, uh, well, look for him coming up uh, for, for uh, corner kicks uh, as well as being, uh, being a rock in the defence there. Uh, Sofiane Buffal, I think he will be a bit of a playmaker on the left side. Uh, even though he's an attacking, uh, called an attacking midfielder, and then uh, just just um, this player uh, Abdi Ez Alzuli. So Morocco were hoping to get him. They put him on the preliminary roster for the 2021 African Cup, uh, kind of more in hope than in fact. He seems like he's still deciding between Morocco and Spain, but. Uh, you know, maybe this uh, being a World Cup will help him make a decision. And of course, Morocco will be uh, hoping that he he falls their way. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast on Morocco. Uh, I just want to have the list of players at the very end here. So I'm going to copy them in, uh, but I won't go through them all. Uh, I won't go through them all again. Um. Oh, uh, no, actually, what we did last time was kind of uh, our starting lineup. So maybe I'll kind of do that on the fly here. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to I'm going to wing it and uh, try to do this. So uh, starting lineup. So the manager will be um, uh, not Vahid Halahodzic. Uh, but will be Walid Regragui. And I hope in the future they uh, look towards a manager whose name is easier to pronounce. Um, for goalkeepers, I'm going to say it's definitely Yasin Bounou. Uh, Munir Mohand is the backup now. Uh, for central defenders, it's going to be uh, Roman Seiss and Naif Egward. I shouldn't say it so confidently. Uh, they could get injured or something like that, but uh, the standard starting lineup will be uh, those two. As a left back, uh, again, if it definitely uh, Ashraf Hakimi. But on the right back, I wonder if Massini, uh, Adam Massini will be challenged. And so. I'm going to leave Sofiane Alakouch and uh, Nusser Masraoui as possible candidates there uh, to replace Nabil Dirar, who, who is retired and had the position before that. Uh, midfielders, uh, at the back, uh, they really don't have any defensive midfielders. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of show that that position is not really being filled. But central midfielders, uh, Sofian Amrabat, and although he plays a bit more on the wing, it seems, Azadine Unahi, uh, um, but I'm, I'm going to put him as likely there, and I may be wrong in doing that. And uh, we'll say goodbye to the retired Mbark Busufa. Uh, who is a bit of a loss in the midfield there. Left midfielders, uh, no. Um, uh, they may turn to a couple of these guys, uh, Amin Harit or Mohamed Chibi. It seems right now they're just kind of trying them out. And one of the things they're doing is replacing right midfielder Norden Amrabat, who they still haven't found a uh, uh, an actual right midfielder for. Uh, left wingers, 
Uh, we only have possible candidates here, uh, Zachariah Abukal and Suf uh, Sufian Rahimi. I wonder if Rahimi is a bit more favored there. Uh, but I'm going to leave up uh, the young player with Barcelona, Abdi uh, Ezal Zuli. And um, I'm also going to leave up uh, right, uh, the possible right winger, Hakim Zayech, because uh, they'll definitely use him if, um, you know, if he joins the team again. As far as attacking midfielders go, we'll say Salim Amala, although uh, he's been playing more... Uh, in the central midfielder, though perhaps in a in a uh, attacking role, I'm going to leave Sofia Buffal up there too as a likely candidate. And in the forward line, uh, Ayub El Kabi and Yusuf Ben Nefri are pretty much definite as far as selection for the team go. And um, Tusudali is probably. Uh, the same, but I leave him as a likely because I think he's kind of the third in that equation and also likely is Munir Al-Hadadi, although they have used him uh, kind of on the wing um, on the wing more than as an actual forward. Okay, so we'll call that uh, our prediction for the starting lineup uh, at this point uh, with a few players kind of as maybes in there all right well that brings us to the end of the uh to the end of the podcast and thank you so much for listening and we will be doing an update in uh, probably early november when they publish the um when they publish the uh preliminary squads and we might wait until they finalize that squad and meanwhile uh, we did do actually african teams and we have done uh CONCACAF teams so North and Central American teams if you want to look back of course we're going to do a podcast for this World Cup which will update those but uh, they are uh, in prior podcasts so if you look at the uh, show notes for this or if you check us out at soccerfiles.captivate.fm I'll put it up on the screen for um those who want to uh, check YouTube, again, you can check YouTube and just pop directly to the end and see there's information in print. Uh, or you can just search Soccer Files Canada. So Soccer Files is with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And if you find our website, you'll be able to see uh, the stuff we've done until now. Nine series in all. This is our 10th. And uh, I'm going to say goodbye. So bye, and we hope we see you in our next podcast. <laughs>